topic of I guess we'll call them child molesters well not all of them were child molesters well what, what were they um sex without consent well not all of them were minors sexual offenders sexual offenders and who's to blame who's mm. to blame there's a whole lot of blame going so <laughs> my <laughs> I, okay so when R. Kelly came out when the whole topic with R. Kelly came out I wasn't really surprised because Growing up in the 90s, we all knew about Aaliyah, God rest her soul. We all knew about that, right? Mm -hmm. But what I don't understand is how he's being crucified and the parents aren't. Right. I agree. Because there's, like, I can understand, like, you know, it happening in your home and you may not understand, you may not know once or once. 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 One time. But multiple times, you know, your child's going to start changing. Your child's going to start acting a certain way. But with my thing with R. Kelly, these girls are like 14, 12, 15, 16, 17 year old. Going with a grown ass man to a studio or wherever or on the road. Like, how can you be okay and give consent for your teenage daughter to be with a grown ass man who is not her father, her godfather, or her uncle. He's just a man who makes music. They were the literally dropping them off. Yeah, at the time it was probably convenient for them. Maybe they were getting something out of Money. Maybe you they were, got fame. Maybe they got uh, trading your daughter for money. Shoot. Okay, but then that's my thing. These. Parents should have been convicted as yes, well. They you yes. cannot just blame him for that. It took multiple people to allow this ha- to happen. Yep. Even the people that stood by and want to be on this documentary, yeah, I saw him. Okay. You just put yourself in a scene of a crime. Why are you not being prosecuted? A lot of the people that work for him, he made them sign non disclosure agreements so that they weren't supposed Ooh. to say anything about what they saw. But if it's a crime, that all goes out the window in a court of law. So they a could lot have. Of people if you want to say, but if you <laughs> want to keep kids safe, though, if you want to keep kids safe, but they didn't care. They cared about their money. But and a yeah. lot of them were getting pleasure too. But that's a that's a whole nother topic. Because what pissed me off, there was this one girl oh. on there. Oh yeah, there's this one girl, and she was an adult at the time. 
And they were having a threesome with a 14-year-old girl. And she literally said it on a documentary. And what pissed me off is why are you so freely talking about this and you're not being arrested as well? Because technically you are a, a child molester, a child rapist as well. That's facts. The saddest part of it all, though, is because they didn't care about what was right or wrong. All they cared about is what they could lose from him cutting them off from them telling. That's what it seemed like to me. Really? Like, the tour, the people that was on tour, the entourage, they making money or whatever. If he fires me, I won't be able to make this easy money anymore. Yeah, so, I'm going to shut that, up. I lose my So, does that make that, that does that it make it okay? It doesn't make it right. No, not at all. But I'm just saying, that's the mindset that if people it, had. It, it just makes you just more selfish. So, how, how low are you willing to go for any type of money or, you know, convenience that you can, you can get that just... What if it was your daughter? What if it was your family member? What if it was somebody you knew? Not even all these parents were giving their kids away, though. He was stuck, like, going to this McDonald's in his hood and waiting for the little young girls to come, and he was picking them up there. But here's another thing. A lot of girls lie about their age, too. Huh. A lot of girls lie about their age, and a lot of girls get away with it. And that's what I'm saying. That's also the parents' fault, because that means they weren't keeping tabs on exactly because when i was right. younger before yeah. i had you know i had my oldest when i was 16 about to be 17 i was so young and you know even though my kid's father is the same age as me you know before i got pregnant before you know all of that i was going out with my older cousins to bars and stuff like that and i always carried a mature conversation because i hung out with nothing but old folks mm-hmm. so <laughs> I knew how to have a conversation. You get what I'm saying? I was going to bars with my older cousins. I was like their wingman. So if they had a friend, I would talk to the friend or whatever. But I wasn't that girl to sleep with you because I was too scared to do that. But I would have conversations to distract them so my cousins could make the move on the guy or whatever the case may be. So with that being said, there are a lot of young girls who are portraying herself. And I'm sorry if my oldest daughter, because my oldest daughter looks just like me. She looks older than 15. Try me if you want to. She looks older than 15. And, you know, the only difference is when it comes to conversation, she's not like how I used to be. Like she, like my kids have a really childlike mind. You know what I mean? So they, they are really in tune with their childhood, which I'm okay with. I'd rather for it to be like, she loves dinosaurs still at 15. Like, I'm like, what the fuck? But yeah, like, but I'm okay with that. So if she was to go out and to date an older man and I find out, I'm not calling the cops because if I find out that you lied about your age, that's number one. I know that you look older than what you are. You know that, so you took advantage of that. So I'm not going to call the cops on that man. Mm. If you lied and you carried that light on, I can't blame him. You get what I'm saying? Now, if he knew your age, right. he picked you up from school, mm. then okay. I may not yeah. even make it to the police station. You get what I'm saying? Like, you nice. might be dead. Me Between me and my husband, you may die. But with that being said, if you carry that on, that light on... And this man really didn't have no idea that you are, you know, not, not 18 or not 19. Because my daughter can really pass for a 19, 20-year-old girl. You all oh seen her. God. She can pass for that. Right. So if you, you took that on and you did that, then I'm kicking your ass at this point. I'm not getting upset with him. 
And I feel like that's that's the problem with parents. And I feel like that's the problem with society nowadays. I mean, if we want to be honest, back in the days, we were getting married at 14, 13 right. years old. Our husbands were like 50. Oh, yeah. Ooh. Okay, so if they had done it that way. Like, you know, it was openly. They had press conferences. <laughs> Come home. <laughs> this in front of the media. Fake. So they made themselves <clears throat> the victim. So here you are, like, oh my God, like, they're helpless in this situation. No, they wasn't. They were complicit and actually were the reason why they're in this situation. Right. Right. And I think it goes to, like, young girls. I mean, we are all attracted to money, if you want to be honest. Mm -hmm. At a young age, we were, like, crying over, I don't know about y'all, but I love me some Michael Jackson. Like, I was, I just knew I was going to marry him. I just knew I was going to marry either him or Elder Barge. Like, don't judge me. I was such an old school. <laughs> I was, like, that was my whole plan in life. I was like, I'm going to be like Oprah. I'm going to have my own talk show. I'm going to be a lawyer. I'm going to move to Paris. Me and Elder Barge, or me and Michael Jackson. And then me and Michael Jackson hook up. Then me and Janet Jackson are going to go shopping. That was the mindset. That was the mindset. We're going to go shopping. I'm going to have fun with bubbles. Like, that was my whole plan in life. That was my plan. Wow. That was my plan. So we wow. just settled for Janet Jackson, super fame. I did. Because he that. died. And yes. <laughs> I, didn't live, sure. I didn't have a chance <laughs> to live out my <laughs> dream, <laughs> you know. <laughs> And then Eldevarge, you know, he keeps going back and forth. He can't decide if he wants me or the drugs. So I was like, I can't deal with that type of shit. So oh, I just boy. decided to just be a fan of Janet. And that's my my love interest secretly. You know? But yeah, no, nah, I mean, I feel like kids with the right guidance are not going to be like you said, you would have the conversation, but your morals said you're not supposed to be out here doing this. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, so it's all in how you bring them up, so to speak. And it's but, a reflection. Of, yeah, basically it's a reflection of your parent. Yeah. I mean, he's to blame, but he can't be blamed 100%. No. Right. And I honestly don't agree with him. And he was sick. prosecuted like If this. they had parents, yeah, that would have been nipped in the bud. Like, right. Because be the backstory was that the sister was raping him and the brother yeah. or something or making him do sexual acts. So he had like this high need for sex. So, I mean, that doesn't make it right that you went after kids. Right. But it was easier for you to go after kids because you knew that they weren't gonna, you know, they didn't, some of them didn't know any better. I'm not gonna say didn't know any better, but, yeah. But I would say that he he kept revisiting, I'm not making excuses for him because, no, that's unexcusable. But it happened to him as a child, right? Right. Yeah, so he kept revisiting those things. Because if it was an older woman that had, you know, because that happens to boys all the time. They're young and they, you know, have sex with an older woman or whatever. It could be a teacher. Mm-hmm. I feel like he would have been more attracted to older women. Not the fact that older women were not around. There's yeah, no way for sure. tell me he did not have access to older women. It was easier was to said. control the kids. But, he, but no, but here's the thing. Here's another issue, though. It wasn't like if they reached 18, he stopped messing with them. Oh. 
You get what I'm saying? Like, they really, like, it was just like, you know, either they didn't want to be in in a relationship with R. Kelly anymore, or he didn't, like, it was a mutual thing. Mm -hmm. So it's like, maybe he just was interested in that particular thing. But then, here comes another thing. You have to look at other celebrities who've done that. If we're going to really say, okay, well, this is the age that you can give consent, okay, then we have Bill Cosby. Bill Cosby wasn't raping kids or molesting kids, per Mm -hmm. se. They say he was drugging adult women. They say. I call bullshit. Yeah, me too. But, and I do. So then the next question is, are they attacking just our black men? Are they attacking our black wealthy men to kind of hush them? Because if you think about it, even Michael Jackson was accused. But even with that being said, like that hurt my heart. Like even just not because I was a fan of his music, but because if you really looked at the facts, he really didn't do it. I don't, I don't care what anybody said. Like my opinion is he didn't do it. They asked the kids to describe his penis. You don't know what his penis looked like, but it was in your mouth. You touched it. You felt it. He made you do all that, but you don't know what it looked like. What if their eyes were closed? You couldn't even tell, like, what it felt like. You couldn't do any of that. Now, that I don't understand because you... all Well, I'm not going to say all penises feel alike, but... They don't. Like, I'm, that's what I'm saying. Like, how but you, you... couldn't even uh, you couldn't even explain that piece. If he made you get naked and he made you watch him get naked in front of you, you couldn't even explain what he looked like underneath his clothes. And if you really if think about it, like, it was proven during an autopsy, which I was, like, really pissed off that they even revealed all that stuff during his autopsy because they don't do it with the regular people. So why would you do that? Because he's a celebrity. celebrity. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I feel like certain things should be private they released on the autopsy that you know his skin underneath his clothes like you know that's why he wore the long sleeve shirts because he had the brown marks and the white skin you know what I'm saying because of his skin condition he really did and it was to the point where he was trying yeah it was he started trying to bleach it to match the rest of his skin but he still had dark spots all over him. And then, like, during the trial, his lawyer brought out, like, because they had to take pictures of him naked and of his penis. None of the kids could, like, really describe his penis. His penis was dark. It wasn't white. So what white penis did you see? Because it wasn't his. But you're okay with accepting money and, you know, not to put my business on mainstream, but to say, you know, I've been sexually abused when I was younger. But... I don't want shit from him. No amount of money could help me heal. You get what I'm saying? There's nothing you can give me. I don't want shit from you because that's a reminder of what you did to To me. me. And then even as the years went on, like these kids that accused him came on and said, he never touched me. My parents made me say that. Even with the Bill Cosby case, a lot of these old bitter ass women, okay, like let's just keep it real. A lot of them were old and bitter and nobody even knew who they were, but they just all jumped on the bandwagon. Oh, he gave me a Benadryl. <laughs> I take Benadryl all the damn time. Like, yeah, you know, there are times I'm a little loopy, whatever, but it don't knock me out like that. Not like that. Not one pill. Now, like, let's be real. Last night I took three pills. I didn't remember to have a my but I had three pills, not one. Like my, my thing is like, how don't you know what you're 
taken. Consuming. Everybody had a headache. Everybody had a headache and asked for a pill, a Tylenol. Everybody. You don't know that a Tylenol is white or red and white, not pink. Benadryl has never changed its color. Benadryl has always been pink. Or if you get the clear gel that's just now available, like a few years ago, this is before this, is what? It's, It's brown. It's like clear. So you don't know what a Benadryl looks like? You randomly took this pill. Right. And you're going to say that you thought it was a Tylenol? During the trial, though, who brought who brings that up? That would be Bill Cosby's attorney to question them and be like, okay, like let's use our common sense here. <clears throat> and I'm not saying, I'd probably go back later on and look like at the trial because it was televised. It was all over. They basically news. cleared him. But he, yeah, why did he, he still end up going to because jail? Because he admitted that he did it. That's the only thing that got him. He, he said he did it. Somewhere in one of the, the... He said he did it to someone. But then again, like, you look I at his age. I think it was the girl from Temple. That I think that was the only girl he did it to. The Quaaludes, right? I'm, I'm not sure exactly who it was. But you look at his age. And I'm not saying that he didn't do it. But I'm just saying, you look at his age. It's already been proven and documented that he has Alzheimer's. You keep telling someone with Alzheimer's that they did some shit. Yeah. They're going to be like, oh, I did it. You get what I'm saying? So I don't think that's reliable, and I don't think that's fair to be locking this man up. Who, what is what risk is he having to society? It should have been a statute of wanna, limitations. And it is. Like, that's the problem, though. There is a statute of limitation for sexual assault. So why is he in jail for it? You get what I'm saying? This happened right. how long ago? The statute of limitation, I think, is 10 years. Yeah. So again, why is he in jail? And why aren't black people angry about this? Like, if we want to keep it 100% real, nobody was going after him. Nobody was thinking about Bill Cosby until he tried to buy NBC. They've been trying to get his house for years, for decades, because they know they have oil oil on that land. So they try to arrest him many a times because of this. Like, they go ahead and pay people to say this and that, just like they did Michael Jackson. It's money. It's power. You got this Negro who has power and money and taking yeah. control of something. We can't have that. Right. We can't have that. Have too much say. Now you have a platform where you can dictate the narrative. You can say what exactly. we don't want you to say. Exactly. Yeah. And that's all it was. So now they're trying to get Camille out the house. You know what I'm saying? Like they're trying to get that oil on that land because they know he's worth so much more. Not only with the money, but that oil is worth millions of dollars if it's there absolutely so we have to look at that and i don't think i don't think it's fair because we look at harvey and we look at all the people that he had and his you know circle i don't see them in jail i mean i've seen I've seen whatever his but name no, is. But no, it was Jeffrey. Harvey Weinstein. Harvey, yeah. Oh, oh I'm not wrong. Oh, yeah, yeah whatever. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Girls. I was going to say, somebody. So many of them. And, and But he wasn't, it wasn't a big, it wasn't as explosive as it was with R. Kelly. Of course not. Lifetime is still making documentaries of this. Seriously. I think it was like five or six parts to that. Yeah, yeah. And I think I've seen something pop up recently about R. Kelly being back in trouble or something like that. While he went to jail. Taxes something or something. Yeah. Like, they're still on his ass. They're still. Like, they're really like, and I'm not saying that he's innocent. That's not what I'm saying. Right. I feel like if you do the crime, do the time. But again, 
statue of limitations should have been implied. Look how many people get and to everybody else claim should. insanity and all that shit. That stemmed from childhood trauma. And they say like if you get traumatized, if you're traumatized enough, you stay at that age. Right. So maybe that's why uh, he I went agree for and I disagree. That age of person. Yes, that, that's what, that tickled his face. Yes, that's what I was thinking. If you're gonna think of it from a psychological standpoint, on top of but that, however, I'm with them. you. You're 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 too old for this shit. There's there's something even when you're doing it. There's an error, and you're like, okay, hold up. Okay, yeah, it felt good. You had this thing. There was that video. It was like they made a whole cartoon about it on the Boondocks about how he that video of the golden shower where he was peeing on a girl. Yeah, so his so then here's the thing. So you know who that who the girl was? That was the Sparkle girl. That was Sparkle's niece. But the mother and the father is like, oh no, because the father used to play in the band. Hmm. Sparkle was an upcoming R and B artist, okay? And R. Kelly actually like kind of discovered her, if you want to say that, Hmm. and like was putting her on. She had like what one hit or two hit records. If that, it wasn't like you know she was. But she was coming up, and I think she would have been really big. But she called the whistle, like, she was like, oh, no, like, that video came out. Like, I think she seen, she caught them. Yeah. She said she caught her niece in the studio with R. Kelly. Mm -hmm. And that's when she, like, flipped out, and he cut her off. But the parents, when she told the parents, I think it was her sister and her sister's husband or her brother and her, whatever, is her niece. Biological right. news. And then the video came out. Right. And oh. they said, oh no, that wasn't her. her right. And, and they like, denied everything. That's, I know that person. That's my niece. Like, right. She went to court for it. Everything testified. It was like, this was the first time he was brought to trial, at, to, to the court, and they dismissed all the charges. Right. Because he was not. He said it was his brother. I mean, him and his brother do look alike. But, but the tattoos didn't match. But the jury said, oh, he's innocent. I just feel as though as parents, there comes a time you have to be responsible and you have to say, you know what? I'm responsible for this. I take the blame. You leave your kids home alone by themselves with a man who is not family, even if they're family. You know what I'm saying? Right. And it's not even just men, it's they women. Be the main one. You don't you don't pay attention to your kids' behavior because I'm be honest, okay, with my situation, my behavior changed. You get what I'm saying? Like I changed as a young girl. Like I didn't know that what was going on was wrong. I didn't have no idea. I just knew that this was a big secret, but it made me change who I was. Absolutely. Everything about me was not like sweet and innocent anymore. It's just like something clicked, just like that. You can't tell me you're not going to see a difference in your child's attitude. I didn't want to be bothered with people or anything. Like, I just took more of a look of myself. I hated the way I looked and this and that. Like, I literally, like, I used to be chubby. You, I used to be chubby growing up. Then all of a sudden, I got skinny. Like, because I hated the way I looked. I would criticize myself just like that. And it wasn't because of something that somebody told me. It was just more of 
well, I have to look good for him. You get what I'm saying? Like, I didn't really want to be bothered with my friends anymore. It was just more of, I thought this was my... I thought this was going to be my husband. You get what I'm saying? Like, I had that mentality, you know, because I didn't know any better. I didn't know any better. When you're sexually abused, and it it happens multiple times, you change as a person. You're not going to sit up here and be that same person ever again and as a mother if you don't see those signs in your child you're absent from their life you get what i'm saying you're being absent for their life you're not you're focusing more on you than your child and that's a problem so you need to be held accountable for this now yeah but that's neglect basically because there's no way that your child is being sexually abused under your roof and you're there and you don't know okay granted there are people like let's say for instance let's let's get come up with a scenario where we could give a parent a pass but there's a point okay let's say you had multiple children everything's crazy you know you got crazy schedules soccer practice baseball uh, softball gymnastics blah 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 that innocence is going and you can see it for me for my parents noticed when I had sex my stride changed, the way I walked changed, the way my mannerisms, how I talked, right? Everything changed. So that fact that my mom was a workaholic, I was I was raised by my grandmother. My grandma was in the house with me, like, yeah, you getting big, ain't you? Like, you're not slick, right? And I'm just like, how do they know? Like, did I like like what what is giving in the way? You are completely absent from this child's life. There's no excuse. The only way that I can see signs are there. Are there. Right. Mm-hmm. The only way I can see you not knowing is if your child is in another household. You get what I'm saying? Yes. If your child is in another household, you only see your child on the weekends mm-hmm. or every other weekend. Now, but here's why. But no, but the other parents should pick up on it. You get yeah. what I'm saying? But if the absent parent, like, you know, and there was a time, like, you know, put my business out there. My kids actually live with their father. While I went to school, you know, my my kids went to go, all four of them went to go live with their father in Philadelphia. I was not even there. I would see them maybe every other weekend. Sometimes I didn't see them every other weekend because I was in school. Mm-hmm. And it killed me, but it was just more of... I needed to do it because I see the bigger picture. You know what I'm saying? So, if my child's behavior was different, I would, if that was to happen, I would assume that it was because I wasn't in their life at the time. Like, I wasn't as present as I would been if I wasn't in school. You know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So, that I can understand. And I'm not just saying, you know, I'm going to put my cherry on top of my cake. No. Like, I could understand if the parent was busy with school, work, or whatever, and the child was not living in that house. If you are an active parent, and you, you know, and you see your kids every single day, Mm -hmm. you will notice. Right. But if you're not in that same home, because there are a lot of parents who don't live with their kids, for whatever reason, whether it's business or they're trying to get their life together mm-hmm. or whatever the case now, you can understand that because talking on the phone is one thing. You can talk all day long. Mm-hmm. You may not be able to pick that up because you're not on the phone. You may see them every other weekend or once a month, whatever the case may be, and you may not pick up on that. You know what I'm saying? 
But if you're with your kid every single day and you don't notice, yeah, it says something parent. about your parenting. Yeah. Like, seriously. That's all the same, though, is just like you said, some parents would attribute it to it being something else. But that's on you to take the time to actually talk to your cat. Exactly. And, you know, we may not like, you know. If you're in that situation, you never want to say yeah because whether that person threatened your 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 family yeah. or yourself. But with me per se, he never really threatened me. It was more of I thought he what, loved what? me. Yeah. Like it was that that attention that I was yearning for. You know what I'm saying? So I thought it was love. I thought he really wanted to be with me. So when I got older and I was like. Hmm. Something ain't right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I don't know what else to say. But, you know, it's yeah. something it's going to click. And that right there is where we as parents from the beginning need to preach to our children what it should be like. Like right. what you deserve. Or if this happens, then this is wrong. Or... They're not supposed to touch you no no spot or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, it takes for you to drill that into your kids. Like, you let your kids know that it's not right. Because if we don't know that it's... If they don't know it's not right, then... Right, they don't know. Because if you you never had... And I think that's the problem with parents, parents today. And, you know, back when we were growing up. Certain things were taboo. Certain things we didn't talk about. We just mm-hmm. like, don't do that. Because, but we don't have right. a conversation about it. Yeah. And this is why I wanted to change the narrative with my children. And then it also comes with a lot of, you know, girls that were sexually abused. The abuser seen something in them. It's something that's strong. And it's not a negative. Right. Right. Most of the time it's because they're not getting attention at home. Right. Most of the time is because they see the low self-esteem. And I'm not saying it's the victim's fault. I'm just saying that. But if you bring up the warning signs, you know, then it's red flag. Ooh, my mom told me about this. Like this, something's not right. You know what I mean? But then it comes back to parenting. Like, are you doing your job as a parent? Right. Because as a parent, your five, six or seven year old should not have low self-esteem. You get what I'm saying? Now when they get older and they're 15, 16, it's not, it's not okay, but you can understand why they may have low self-esteem. You get what I'm saying? But at five, six, seven, your child should never have low self-esteem. Yeah. If abuser sees if if a sexual abuser sees a parent going at their child like oh you're fat oh you're this you're that they're gonna feed into that right like okay I can provide I can some tell, kind I of I can tell her yeah. right I can tell her you know she's beautiful, beautiful. the way she is yeah. oh I can do this I can yes. do that and that's what they're gonna do so you have got to be mindful of what you're feeding into your kids. You have to be mindful of what you're manifesting into your children because when you're like negative and if you guys see me around my kids, it's a reason why I am the way I am. I always wanted my kids to feel love. I never wanted them to question if I love them. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people like your kids are so affectionate. Because I taught them that. Even my son, like, it's okay to hug. Like, now it's, it's to the point where I have to tell my son, you have to ask. Because of the time that we live in, 
and my son is black. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't want him to just walk up to someone and see them that they're sad and give them a hug and then they're like, oh my God, abuse. Like, mm. no. Me too. Like, my, right. Hashtag me too. Right. Like, no. Like, I raised my kids to love people and to love each other. You get what I'm saying? Like, my kids, they hug and kiss all day long. And I don't see nothing wrong with that. Like, my husband was like, what the hell? I was like, that's what we do. Like, that's how I raised my children. You know what I'm saying? Like, he was, like, really, like, when he first started coming around my kids and me, like, he he knew I was overly affectionate and he knew I loved it, but he didn't realize my kids were the same way. And I taught my kids to express their emotions. That's another thing that as a black yes. culture, we don't do that. We find it as disrespectful. Say that. I allow my children to be like, mom or oh, Mr. So Jerome, that's what they call them, or sometimes they call them pops, like I'm upset that you said this. Or I'm, and my husband when I first, he was like, who the hell? I was like, uh-uh. Stop. Yeah. You're gonna listen. But no, I don't care what your mom and dad did. You yes. need to think about what they did to you and how that made how you that feel. Right. And how you are today. And think about how you don't want your kids to be like that. We want our right. kids to be better than us, right? Absolutely. Yes. So I allow my kids to do that. And you'll catch them. They be like, Mom, I don't like how you didn't say good morning to me this morning. They're very yeah. opinionated. Like, as long as it's not delivered disrespectfully. Right. And they know, yeah. like, yeah. you know, and I tell them, like, you know, my kids are very emotional. They're very in tune with their emotions. And they got they can have an attitude. I don't give a shit. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I don't care. And I let them. Like, if if I'm upset about something, I try not to yell. But if I have to yell at them, I yell at them. And they have a pass that they can say, excuse me, I can't. They can say that. And I'll allow them, that's their pass, to go in their room and cool off. But the rule is, you have an hour to come back to me and we revisit this conversation. Because obviously you need a cooling off time and so do I. So it's working with my teenage daughter. Because right now... Listen, I've been like, which how you want dotted today? But, <laughs> but I think if you have those those talks with your kids and allow your kids to just express, don't look at them as like children. You look at them as mini humans, and that's what I'm trying to do because at the end of the day, they're humans, and I don't want to keep them as a child, like a child state of mind. Regress them, yeah, like. And then when they get older, their spouse is looking like, what the hell is wrong with you? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, a lot of people will be like, your, your son will make a perfect husband one day. And I'm happy about that. Like, I want him to be great for a woman because I do not want that woman calling me like, what the hell did you do to him? Or this for me to have to call her and be like, sis, <laughs> do we have a problem? Right. <laughs> Okay, I didn't treat my son like this, and neither are you. Exactly. Right. So yes. So I think if we have those conversations with children, like you have to start them off young, not to scare them, because the person that may touch them is not like a person in the trench coat, and that's how we were taught back in school. Mm-hmm. Like we would have stranger those danger. stranger danger with the right. trench coat and the hat. And these days, it'd be your uncle. Right, and your uncle, your aunt, or your papa, your grandmother, your your family friend. It'd be those people, and it's not just men. 
No. And it's not just women being abused. It is boys as well. Yes. And women yes. are doing yes. it. Men are doing it. You know what I'm saying? Or your mama's boyfriend. Right. Or your yes. daddy's girlfriend. Right. Like, Don't it's anybody. Or the booty call. There are no exceptions. Are from their kids' lives. Do you have a young daughter and you can't see that you're significant other is looking has, at them is, yeah know, yeah that just oh little God. slick comments it's a little stuff you'd be like hey nah that ain't funny you feel right. me don't laugh that off that's serious you know right. Right. like you have to just have to be woke be present Facts. and are you that you mean i know that moms and sometimes they sacrifice their you know younger self or what they could have had to raise their children so they find this man who comes in already to that weakness but that's the problem you have that mentality of I sacrifice. No. I had my daughter at 16 years old. I didn't sacrifice anything because at the end of the day, I chose to have her. You get what I'm saying? Right. So I don't know why I had that mentality, but I always had that mentality of it was never a sacrifice. I made this decision. These are the consequences to my actions. So this is what I'm going to do. And I'm not going to be settled as a teen mom. I refuse right. that. Statistic. Like, I refuse to be that. And I had my oldest at 16. My second daughter I had a 19. The next one I had at 21. Like, my kids are literally steps. Mm-hmm. And I re- I just refused. I refused to have that mentality of this is a sacrifice. Yeah, I had my kids at a young age. Yeah, later on when I decided to be like, okay, I'm not doing this anytime, any kind of work force thing. I'm not doing that shit no more. I'm going to do something with my life. I did, I made a decision to say, okay, my kids are going to go with their dad. It right. wasn't a sacrifice. For it was a decision. Picture. For the bigger picture. Yeah, it wasn't a time, sacrifice. It's going to be all in what you heard growing up too. Because if your mama or your daddy was like, I done sacrificed this. But I heard that. And I, I heard that and all that's, the time. And that's all in yes. your mindset to be different from what you were. Exactly. Yeah. And I think yeah. that's the problem. Like a lot of us are content and we just, we follow in those Keep footsteps. doing the cycle. Yeah. And that's why you yes. always have families where cycle. everyone, like every generation the has the Yes. You have got to break that cycle. Right. Yes. You have to break that cycle. In order to break that cycle, it comes with conversation. It comes with you being present. You have to figure out why is it that my grandmother was sexually abused? Why was my great grandmother sexually abused? My mother, my aunts, me, my child, her child. You know what I'm saying? You have got to take responsibility because you can't keep blaming the boogeyman. Right. The boogeyman is not the same boogeyman that was. 50, 60 years ago. You know what I'm saying? The boogeyman has changed every decade, every generation. So it's the same personality. It's the same upbringing. It's something going on in the family. So now it comes to the time of when are you going to have that conversation? When are you going to be honest? And when are you going to change? So I just feel like in certain situations, I feel like the parent should be held accountable as well. No, in these situations, these particular situations, they definitely will be. They definitely should be. Should. I mean, definitely should be, without a question. I think anybody who has sense and knows the backstory can look already look at this and be like, oh no, I would never. I could never. They all say that and they've all done it. Yeah. Like, that was a problem because I literally was watching it and somebody who I know, okay, I'm not putting a business out on Main Street, but I know for a fact, I know for a fact, 
What you mean? You did that. It just wasn't a celebrity. Your daughter went through that. It just wasn't mm-hmm. a celebrity. So how can you put your two cents to anything? It wasn't a celebrity. Yeah, what did you do it for? What was the gain out of that? I, I just you got understand. to live your life and not have to worry about your child. Like, no. and I was wrong for saying that, but whatever. Like, it is what it is. You meet a new John to tell oh, you yeah, this is Uncle Mike. This is yeah. Uncle. That burns me. Whoa. What? Whoa. The uncle. The, Everybody's uncle. Yeah, see, I never did that. Exposing your Hell kids no. to these people. Yeah, I'm I not, never did not that. When it came either. to me dating, and you uh, know, a lot of people used to get on me about dating, but I just felt like just because I have kids does not mean I don't date. Mm-hmm. Now, <laughs> I was careful, In and you can't choosing. be too careful though, because people. People can put on, you know. But if you was if you yeah. was around my kids, I was around you, around my kids. You get what I'm saying? Absolutely. I never said, oh, can you watch my kids while I go to the store and get some milk? Hell no. Like, and even with Jerome. Like, even with Jerome. Me and Jerome dated for a very long time before my kids even met. And that's me. Me and Jerome, because it was to the point where... I had just got out of a relationship. I was engaged to this guy and it broke off. And I was like, I can't do that to my kids no more. I can't have my kids attached to somebody and it doesn't go good. So with me and Jerome, we talked a lot. When we met in person, we met in person. We dated for a long time, but my kids was never around. I would make sure my kids were visiting their dad when he would come to visit me. And that was it. I chose the day. The day my kids met him was on Christmas Day because it was a neutral setting. Mm-hmm. It was a neutral setting. And if they were uncomfortable, I would have known that they were uncomfortable because we were around family. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So I watched how they interacted the whole time. It, everything went well. Um, the next time he seen them... He took us out, and whenever me and Jerome went out, he would get a hotel, and it was always a suite. So the kids would always have their own room. We would have our own room. And I made sure I'm a late sleeper. So whenever he tossed and turned, I was up like, you get what I'm saying? But I was always in the mix. So it was never... It was never a situation where he was alone with my kids. Mm -hmm. And then once I knew my kids were comfortable with him, and my kids are very vocal, Mm -hmm. then it was, okay, I'm going to go across the street real quick to get some butter. And it really was quick. And where I came back home, wherever I left him at, is where he was at. And the same with my kids. So... I built up trust, and they mm-hmm. built up trust. My kids are not like, and kids will tell you when they don't trust somebody. Right. You yeah. can look at and how listen. they act. And you have to right. pay attention to their movements oh. because kids can actually sense that. And I yes. think about me at a young age. I was never comfortable with him when I was growing up until you know everything that happened. Like I would flinch me. just like him coming. I would want to go in the room. You can sense that. Kids can sense that shit. So I I watched my children. And I know Jerome thought I was weird as shit. <laughs> but I watched him around my kids. And my kids, all of them, even my oldest daughter was comfortable with him. So I was like, okay. We'll do a test. And that's what I did. And you had to. 
it took a while until he was with my kids. And I think we were married at the time. So he was with my kids, you know, for hours at a time. Like now, I've been like, I'm going to say, I don't want to go. Like they just be here. So I'm okay with it. You know what I mean? Like I know my kids are vocal. I watch their actions. If anything changes with them, I'm going to be on it. Like what the hell is going on with you? You get what I'm saying? So I think it's just all about that is you can date whoever you want. You can Mm -hmm. have a life. You don't sacrifice anything for your children. You just do it because you made that decision to have kids. Um, So don't put your love life on hold, but you have to be mindful and you have to think about who you're dating and just know you can do case searches all day. Everybody don't get arrested for this shit. Right. Exactly. I mean, but you still should do your research though. Yeah. But definitely don't think, oh, he doesn't have a record. That don't mean shit. And people won't register. Right. That don't mean nothing. People can give you a fake name. People, sometimes kids never say shit until they're adults. Right. Right. And then it's too late to say anything. It's too late to do anything. Right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it doesn't even doesn't even matter. Yeah, you just never know. Just play always safe and be always present with your child. Like exactly everything you said is exactly how it's supposed to be. It's supposed to be. Yeah. Whether it's with another whether it's somebody, a woman who has a daughter, whether it's a woman who has a son, vice versa, however, a, a dad who has a daughter. Right. I mean, anything. And then the next thing is don't always be looking out for the men. It's the right. women too. Because there are a lot of women that will abuse your kids as well, yeah. whether it's physically or sexually. Even though we These look at men. providers. Right. Mm-hmm. Even though we look at men, it really do be the women as well. Mm-hmm. It really do. So you have to be careful with the end. Now it's kids abusing kids as well. Yeah. So that's another thing. I'm always cautious about who my kids stay the night with. Because these kids are learning it from somebody. And I'm always cautious about who's here in my house. So even though you stay the night in my house, those doors are open. I'm checking. My husband's checking. (laughs) No. Like... Because I, I actually been reading a lot of it. A lot of kids are being molested by their classmates. Or they're being raped by their classmates. Or people they go to school with or on the team with. Teachers. Coaches. Name it. Yeah. So you just got to be careful with everybody and just really be mindful of what you're doing in life and who you're doing it with and... Who you're exposing your kids to, but I honestly don't feel like Bill Cosby or R. Kelly should be in jail right now. Like, that's just my opinion. I mean, if R. Kelly's gonna be in jail, everybody else needs to be in there too. Everybody. From his manager, road, road manager, his brother who knew about it, the mm-hmm. people who helped him get these girls, yeah. yes. all of them should be in jail. Bill Cosby should be in a damn assistant living right now, living his best <laughs> life. Like, I'm just saying, he's blind. I real life think he's yes, living his best is. life in there. Huh? Do you really? Do I you do. think he's making pudding pops? Oh. <laughs> I am gonna sip my tea. <laughs> <laughs> sure the inmates are treating him like royalty because no, he, really. he was everybody's dad you know right basically i'm pretty sure that everybody's and looking out for him but truth, you know is that like he should not even be there right yeah that's how i felt he should be home this is a case of i um, feel like he needs to fire his lawyers 
get a new lawyer. Because those lawyers are not, they're not doing that. They're not doing it. You could tell just about like how he was walking into the courtroom. You could tell he is like not all the way there. Yeah, mm-hmm. and declining for sure. He really oh, is. Yes. And Joe is not in a wheelchair one time. Yeah. Uh-huh. Came in. Yeah. Had yes. to be guided. Like, come on. He's blind. He's he's blind now. Mm-hmm. He like at this point, mm-hmm. what's the point of putting him in jail? Who who is he? Who are you hiding him from? Like. Like, jail is supposed to protect the society from these people, so... I don't know. I feel like the fact that he came out of his mouth and said that he did it, they felt that they had to hold him to some sort of accountability. But again, you can't say that because it's like... You let a lot of people go because of their mental state. Now, that's something different. Then you have to... Do a different kind of plea, and yeah, I feel they, like his his they, lawyers, his yeah, lawyers they were horrible. Like they act like they were just like brand new out of college or something. And I feel like with the money that he has, he should have gotten better a better team. He should have got Johnny Crockett's team. Like seriously, mm-hmm. if oh, the boy. pill does not fit, <laughs> you must acquit. Oh my gosh! <laughs> <laughs> Bill Cosby. Ah! Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I watch so much Law and Order. I got you, Bill Cosby. But no, seriously, like yeah. I, I just feel like his lawyers felt him. Yes, I they felt him. They really set him up, and I would not be surprised if you found out years down the line that they made a deal with, with the DA. Yeah, I'm sorry, but that video that R. Kelly did with Gail King when they put the club mix behind it, it was like. <laughs> He was snapping. But I felt so bad for I him, did, too, though. because that was, like, his breaking point. Like It really was. And I was so mad whoever his team was that made him do that. Yeah. I felt like he was First of one. all, he's been he's been abused by the system so many times, not only in his childhood, but he is literally broke. <laughs> the record label made so much money from him, and because they knew he could not read and write, they took advantage of him. He wrote all of his songs. How doesn't he own any of his songs? How did he write them? Because he would sing them. A lot of artists back in the day Dang, would just like was... literally freestyle their songs oh, okay. and would go so, back to editing. Okay, like, okay, okay. okay. So not actually. Yeah. Okay. No, okay, not okay. actually wrote a pen and paper. No. He honestly would go and he said it. He would go to the studio. He would just make the song. He had the melody in his head. He is a musical genius. genius. Yeah. He really is. We'll never be able to take that from him. He really is. So Ever. I just feel like that's so wrong. Like he's been taken advantage of so many times. Right. And I I honestly feel like I'm not saying he's innocent again. But I'm just saying something got to be done. Yeah. You can't just blame him. You can't. Another no. thing. It probably possibly could have been avoided if he, if he if there wasn't such a stigma on black mental health. Like as yeah. a kid coming up, he could have mm-hmm. came out and said, "This happened to me. I need help or whatever." And he just turned to. But here's the problem with black men: if black people. men are abused, or men, period. I'm gonna say men, period. Because you see a lot of women, teachers, female teachers, mm-hmm. and most of them are white. The majority of them are white. Mm-hmm. Will have sex with these young boys. Mm-hmm. Get pregnant with them. They spend a year in jail. 
Yeah. They're out. And the boys are like, oh, look at you, big baller. Da, 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 da. Double standard. There's a double standard for sure. For sure. Yeah. For sure. So I just feel like. You can have sex with them, but then they're, y'all, y'all are killing us in the street the same way. You can't have both, sis. Like, yeah. which one is it? Like, you can't just say Black Lives Matter just because you're getting some black pain. Like, it doesn't work that way. Well, shoot, it don't always only be us. Right. (laughs) But. That's true. Still. Yeah, but I will say, like, at the end of the day, like, a lot of these boys have been molested or raped. Not just, you know, in the public eye, but even in the church. We've seen how many Catholics, priests, and how many of them have gotten arrested? I'm just curious. Nice. They get excommunicated from the church or they go through very the rehabilitation few. process. Very few like, get axed out the church. Very few. Very few. So they're still there raping choir boys and the altar boys. Right. And it's mainly generations in the... And yeah, generations. It's mainly in a Catholic church. Which, in return, let me just say this... You know how they said that um, being gay is wrong and it's a sin? They was actually talking about pedophile. Like, being a pedophile was wrong and a sin. The Catholic Church is the one who actually changed it in the 1900s. I just want to put my two cents in there. Yeah. Hmm. So, it actually, the word wasn't um, being um, a homosexual. It was actually being a pedophile in the Bible. But the Catholic Church changed that. So, right. So for all of my Christians who hate gays, you're hating the wrong people. I'm just sipping on that. I'm gonna get banned. You're gonna hate hate gays, but then you're adulterous. You're lying. You're stealing. Sin is a sin. Sin, sin. Well, being a homosexual is not a sin, though. I'm. We're just saying, like you're judging people that, for. Yeah, judging the whole judging mentality. Judging is you're a not sin. doing it what really I'm is. doing. You're wrong. That whole mentality has to go. Only God can judge me. Seriously. That's a whole nother conversation for yes, a whole nother day. And another bottle I think that's of wine. Ah! They're gonna bottle. kick me off my own show that day. They'll be like, no, you're fired. I'm like, yeah. Damn. It wasn't a show. <laughs> It'd be a whole nother Regis and Kathy situation. <laughs> Do you know it is 1.19? Yes, I've been looking at the... Where is the food? We did not get our food. We're hungry, y'all. Starving. We're hungry. So, anybody else have anything else to say? We want your feedback. Yeah, tell us how you feel about this because at this point, like, do you think we're right? Do you think we're wrong? I think we pretty much agree with it. And how do we move our culture towards more having these open, hard, heavy conversations? But they still need to be had. They definitely need to be had. Yeah. This time that we're living, I mean, if we're not moving forward, then what are we doing? Standing still. Being oppressed. Hmm. Power to And we're not with that. And I'm so tired of this hashtag me too. I'm sorry. Get, oh, I'm sorry. Getting, I'm sorry. Right. Be your own person. I'm not Ooh. trying. I'm not trying oh to God. like again, like you know. First of all, I don't like the term victim. That's just that's just me. Okay. 
when you put yourself as a victim, that's a label. You're like making yourself a victim. I am a person who went through it and I came out of it. Okay. I am not his victim. Okay. I'm not giving his ass power on that shit. Absolutely. Power words. I hate that anyone could say hashtag me too. There are so many men that are being convicted of sexual assault or being sued for sexual assault. Now, let me tell you something. If you were sexually assaulted, if you've been a person who's been sexually assaulted, let's just keep it real. You don't want shit from them. There's no amount of money you could give me. There's nothing you can do for me but suck my dick at the end of the day. Excuse my language, but don't. Like, I don't give a shit about you. Like, I may want to set you on fire with gasoline. Like, other than that, (laughs) other than that, if you give me the enjoyment of pulling your plug, that's it. That's it. Like, I mean, but once you're healed from it and you, like, have to go through and you have to... Heal yourself. It takes work. Because it took me a long time to even be able to say it without even crying. But once you put the work in and you heal yourself from it, you don't give a shit anymore. Mm -hmm. Like, I can literally walk past you and just be like, this Negro. And keep it moving. (laughs) You get what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, you don't want nothing from them. So for you to sit up there and say, oh, I was sexually assaulted. (laughs) I need $2.5 million to heal. Bitch, please. Like, no. Because if you were, it's a constant reminder of what you've been through. There's nothing that anyone can do for you to Mm -hmm. heal you. So, to me, I feel like it's BS. That was the intention in the first place. It's another way to get money. A lot of these women Mm -hmm. are consenting to this because they think they're going to get fame and fortune. And when it doesn't work in their favor, oh... That was great. Mm. I didn't agree to this. And I feel like that's what happened with Bill Cosby's situation. I'm not even like, again, I'm not saying he's, I'm not saying he's guilty. I'm not saying he's innocent. I'm just speaking my opinion. I feel as though that's what happened with Bill Cosby. That's what happens to R. Kelly. They felt as though, like a lot of these girls felt like they were going to get it big they thought they was going to be in music videos because, you know, like, let's be real, we were younger. Music career, right? right. Me and Kayla, remember <laughs> our music group we had? Listen, we was like, where the girls at? Listen, right. we had our own group. <laughs> so, I'm just saying, every little girl's dream is to be on yeah, TV. Like, sure. you know what I mean? Name and like, we, all, right, we all got somebody that we like in the music well, industry yes, and we're I'm like, oh, like- that's going to be me. So, if you have the opportunity... I think you're going to sleep with this man or this woman to get there and it don't happen, what's the next thing you're going to do? Yeah. Then I can't get money from him because now I realize he's broke. Huh? What am I going to do? I got to make it some kind of way, right? I got to make it some kind of way because we look at them now. A lot of these girls that screamed, oh, I was raped, they're on the shade room now. You get what I'm saying? They're getting they're getting that activity. They're getting Didn't the they social get media. The they're getting the endorsements. Even yes. his wife, his ex-wife. I could have. I call her. bull crap on that. First yeah. of all, ain't no way. Mm-hmm. Ain't no way. Ain't no. And I'm gonna say this again. I'm gonna say this again. Ain't no way that this man held me yeah. hostage in my house. My house. 
My house. My house. Say that again. My house. Held me hostage. I didn't know nothing about this. We get a divorce. I'm on uh, Facebook and Instagram and Snapchat and everything like, oh, this is my ex-husband. Hey, hey, Janice the music. Hey, I love this man. Even though we ain't together, I still love this man. You on reality TV because of him. Getting chucks because of him. Oh, yeah, that's my ex-husband. I love him, but Dang he God. just wasn't for me. Oh. You're still using his last name. Hey. Then all of a sudden, hashtag me too, R. Kelly. Oh, I was held hostage. Oh, he, of course she had to cover her own ass. He abused me. Oh, and I didn't know like nothing. Didn't know. How she know? Yeah, how she know? We went. I didn't know, know nothing until she was this. looking for women for him. Oh, and then and y'all got daughters. And then oh after the after the documentary's out. You're talking about him, oh, even though he did this, he's still a musical genius. First of all, yeah, let's give him his props. He is a musical genius. That he is. But two, let me tell you something. If a man abused me, and I've seen women, so I'm not going to just talk about me, but I've seen women. A woman who's been abused is not going to glorify their spouse even after they've been healed. Once they leave that situation, they're scared of them. They don't want to talk about them. They go in hiding. All that good stuff. Mm. You telling me he was on reality TV. He was getting checked. She opened up a dance studio that he paid for you to open up. Um, you've made your own money now because of using his name. Right. And now all of a sudden, because the money stopped rolling, like let's just be honest, he's in jail. And now everybody's the money's the money's done. Yeah. Now it's hashtag me too. Hell no. To revive, Hell no! To to... I'm sorry, that's just me. It's and a bandwagon. It's a bandwagon jumper. I know my opinion is not everybody else's, and I know it's not very popular. And I know people are gonna be looking at me like this bitch. It's something <laughs> wrong with her. But I have three daughters. Right. Three and a half. I got a fur baby. She's my baby. But listen, oh, <laughs> ain't no way I'm gonna have three and a half daughters, and I'm gonna be okay with you doing this. Because the rumors were there before you even married. Right. It wasn't even a rumor. We knew that he married Alia at the age of 15 and 16, right? Mm-hmm. We knew this. Documents proved it, right? So you're going to be okay with marrying a man and having kids with him knowing that he married a minor. I don't give a shit of what you thought or what he said. At the yes. end of the day, facts are facts. You can't tell me, well, he thought she was 18. Bitch, please. No. He got the birth certificate changed so they could get married. You get what I'm saying? Right. So at the end of the day, you were not that stupid. You have degrees. Let's just be real about the situation. Book smart. You did it for the money. Common sense is not common. It's not. She did it for the money. She did it for the money. She's still doing it for money. She's still doing it. But what's to be said for those type of people, though? Like, what do we do with them? Like Jail. Like, Jail. Yes. I'm just sorry, but that's where it's yes. at. These people that are claiming that they were abused and they wasn't, they need to be put in jail. There's a law against it. But we don't we don't utilize it. We don't really oh, utilize it. Just a small lad, right? Just a small lad. 
He didn't go to jail. No, he did not. That's true. He ended his career. They, uh, somebody pardoned him or something, right? The governor or something. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because he should have gone for long. He ended his career. He ended his career. But that was it. These women, and I'm going to say this because the majority of them are women and parents. That want to claim that someone abused them and they didn't, they need to be arrested. The whole money issue, there should not be a law to where you could sue somebody for any of that. I don't feel like that's right now. Yeah, you could sue someone and have them pay for your therapy. That's something different. You get what I'm saying? But to give you, oh, I need, there's a price tag for you to take my life, for you to take my my innocence, for you to take away my child's innocence. For I, their their self esteem, like I feel like the criminal part, like if you prosecute somebody who's the criminal part needs to be concluded first. They need to be found guilty of whatever you accuse them of. Then you can pursue civil damages or money or whatever. But there's people that are in both courts. Meanwhile, the 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 shoe hasn't already dropped on the criminal case, and they're already filing. Um, for suffering, emotional distress. Most of them the don't even get prosecuted criminally. Like seriously, most of them don't. Like look at Michael or they Jackson. Settle in court. Yeah. Look at they Michael Jackson. You you said in your out of your own mouth, mm. these victims' parents said out their own mouth, "We won't go to court if you pay us this amount of money." So this amount of money, twelve well, million dollars, it's going to heal your son. And now they're broke. The kids ain't get shed, but the parents spend all the money. That's what it was for at the beginning. I mean, and they use their kids as pawns to get what they wanted. Jail. Period. Yes, they should be in jail. I just, I just. Mm. You perjured yourself. You lied. You, you filed a false complaint as well. That is against that the law. Part, that is really against the law, and I'm just. I've seen kids got everything. charged for pulling the fire alarm at school on purpose. Wasn't they got there... more repercussions than these people. I remember reading this <laughs> article. There was a little boy, black little boy, who went to Parkside High, and I want to say he's family. I do want to say he's family. You know, my family's huge. Um, but he supposedly raped. A little white girl at Parkside High School. He's in jail. He was tried as an adult, I want to say. But then it came out later that supposedly they had a relationship. That was a rumor. Didn't you hear that? Or was it just me? No, I think so. Then there was a uh, supposedly, um, not to name drop, but it was a James child. One of the James he went to jail, and I could get this wrong, but SU or in Salisbury or somewhere supposedly raped a girl, and to me, it just brings back Emmett Till. Mm. He raped a girl, supposedly a white girl, and then it came out later, like, it's being said, and again, I don't personally know these people, like, you know, I know of them, but I don't know them, mm-hmm. so, you know, I'm only saying what I... Red, okay, but supposedly 
they had a relationship or there was a one night stand. And I feel like this is what's happening in America a lot. It's like a lot of these girls are getting mad mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. or caught or caught because their parents disapprove. Right. And it Absolutely. goes back to back in the day. Emmett Till. Emmett Till didn't even sleep with anybody. And then you have wrongful convictions. Yeah. And then come out that Emmett Till didn't even whistle at the Nothing. lady. It was somebody right. else. Right. It was somebody else. Lost his lay. So it's like, when is enough enough? When when are these people that are using these false accusations to put people in jail, when are they going to be prosecuted to teach people a lesson to stop doing this? Because right now it's acceptable. Right. Anyone can use the hashtag me to write a convincing story on Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram. Show a cute picture of himself. Go live. You know, I can make myself cry just like that as well. They could do the same, okay? <laughs> and like, then somebody's contacting them and then they're on a documentary. And it's a following, right. When are we going to say enough is enough? And when are we going to like really do something about it? There are so many men, not just black men, but men, period, in jail right now. Wrongful commission of raping or molesting a child or an adult. We're never going to say enough is enough. So, that's just all I have to say. You guys have anything else to say? You're famished. (laughs) So, we're done with that. (laughs) I noticed when you stopped talking. We want to thank Natalie for this. We have literally drunk the whole bottle of that. Moscato sparkling wine, and it's so, so good. This is honestly my favorite. If you ever book a party with me, a pure romance party with me, nine times out of ten, I'd be like, get this wine, get this wine. Listen, that's so good. We're buzzing crap right now. We needed this buzz to get through this conversation because it's a hard one. It is. So make sure, ladies and men, that you are talking to your children. Yes. Make sure watching that, the warning signs, right? The and watching flags. their personalities. Um, you know, sometimes it could be puberty. Like, let's just be let's be real. But most of the time, it's because they've been introduced to something they shouldn't have been introduced. Watch to. the people you surround your exactly. children with, and pick oh. your kid's father correctly. Jesus, now that is another topic for another day. Because some of these Ooh. fathers are raping their own daughters too. So be careful, be careful, be careful, and watch even your church family as that, well. That's the, mm-hmm. the conversations that need to be had. When are we going to start as a people, as a community, start having those conversations? Like now, no, it's it's not okay for pastor so and so or deacon so and so to be touching on your leg like that. Oh yes, because so. we're here for it. Drop it in the comments. <laughs> we'll come back and talk about okay. it. Hashtag church a little too close. <laughs> I've never personally dealt with that in my church. I will say my church, and I love my church family. I love them. I know if they're watching this, they're like, this girl. But I love my church family. Um, My church family is really a family church. And Kayla knows, like, the food is awesome, okay? Listen, but it's a family church. And I will honestly say I trust my kids 100% around anybody in my church because I know that they will give their life to make you sure my kids are kids. I was raised around them. Yeah. They will give their life for me. I know they'll give their life for my kids. So, you know, you just have to be cautious of just whoever. But mm-hmm. once you 
check your kids' vibes. That's it. Trust your kids. Listen trust how them. they feel. Right. Yes. They're very don't brush very them off. Emotionally intelligent. They really are, and embrace that. Don't tell them to stop. Let them embrace their emotional um, intellect. Don't cut that off. To a certain a extent. Yeah. You feel like that? To a certain extent. Why? I just gotta... It's a time and a place for everything. You know what I mean? And sometimes when you let people express too much, then you get the, the boy who cried wolf. Like, is it always true? Like... Well, that's the part of being... Like owning their emotional abilities like that's a part of it because they're able to express themselves they're able to be honest about themselves i think you should explain that even though you allow them to be free and whatever don't go willy-nilly out in you know what you allow in your house is allowed by the parent but society is not always gonna allow true you know so i just think it just needs to be specified out you know and those will come with conversations and getting to know your child and going through those scenarios where, okay, well, this is enough. Like, we will talk about this when we get home or, you know, all right, you know. Right. Coaching them on that. Yeah. yeah. You're right. not going to know that overnight. Right. You know? So, that's just us today. We thank you guys for tuning in. We had fun. You had fun? Absolutely. Yeah. We're a little biased. So Always sure y'all contact Natalie. <laughs> and if you have a business, make sure you contact us because we would love to give you a shout out. We would love to get your information Absolutely. out there. So just email us um, or DM us um, with um, your business details. And we look forward to hearing from you guys next week. So you guys want to go check on that food? Where's the food at? Did you check it? Um, I got several calls. You sure you sent it here? Yes. Did you call them? Because maybe they was like here. trying to find it. Oosh. No. My call. Right, okay, let me see. My sister called me. My stomach is like. Let me find out our food went to Dover. <laughs> Why? I was just going to say, what if it's outside? Oh, yes, yeah, she did. She said, this is Jasmine. I'm trying to. How far away? How long did they call? Why didn't she knock? She did. It was a California number. How long ago? That was about an hour ago. My uh-huh. food is cool as shit. I hate cool food. Me too. But when I saw the California number, I'm like, oh, this is a good collector. This is a good She's fired. She's no longer allowed to order food for us. I didn't want to pick up the phone and ruin the whole thing. Let me leave it up. Hmm. My work was so horny. Your chicken nuggets still feel warm to vouch. Please and them fries, honey, because I. She's all, fine. The, all the fries in the bag. Oh. <laughs> no, no, she's fine. Seriously. Seriously. <laughs> okay, just a little bit. I'm sorry, y'all. I'm just like. Y'all call me at the most. I'm not going to time I mean, I'd have answered. Sorry. Right. <laughs> Especially if I know I order food. Mine was ringing. I didn't know it. 
Okay. So, uh, stop that recording. That's to be the best fucking cookie I think I've ever had in my life. I'm not working. I don't know how it works. Yes, I'm definitely Hey, you guys, and welcome to Sip That Tea. You have me, Takesha Harrington. Kayla. Natalie. And we're going to be talking about today poly relationships, monopoly <laughs> relationships. <laughs> Cheated and overall the pros and cons of each of So, Natalie, poly relationships. How do you feel about it? Mixed, mixed. Um, at first, I was totally like, no, it's not. It's never gonna happen for me, and I still think it's not gonna happen for me. But I'm seeing more and more people enjoying themselves. I'm seeing more and more people, you know, you know, two guys and a girl two girls and a guy, and they're living their lives. So I guess what works for them is just not something that I'm completely going to be comfortable with. Kayla? Um, I support. I'm not, I'm, I'm with Natalie. I'm not sure that it would definitely be something that's for me, but I'm not saying that I'm opposed or whatever because people make the decision to be poly for different reasons. So, um, um, I'm not opposed. <laughs> My thing is like, when you really look at the definition of it and you really see the, if people aren't selfish and if they're going it with good intentions, then I can see the pros of it. Now, personally, yeah. did I do it? Hell no. <laughs> but, <laughs> but if we think about it, being monogamous, that was something that was forced on us. It really was because since the beginning, it's always been two. It's always been two. Always been two wives. Unfortunately, never two husbands, but it's always been two wives. And it helps with the dynamic of the family. Like, we look at different religions. Most of the time, it's just so the main wife can have help. Right. And so that the main wife don't have to have all the responsibilities by herself. Because people think being a housewife is easy. I can honestly say it's not. It's not. So <laughs> I would see the benefit of having a sister wife. Now, can I do that? No, because of how we've been raised and how we've been filtered. We've been, looked, we've been trained to look at other females as competition. Whether we want to realize it or not, we are jealous of other women at times, whether we want to admit it. (laughs) And it's just to a point, like, would I be able to have another woman in my kitchen? Oh, right. Because that's like a sacred place to a woman is the kitchen. Like, you touching my kitchen is like you being in my bed. You get what I'm saying? And it's just like, would I be okay? Like, even if we're not in the same roof, me knowing that my husband is being pleased by somebody else, right? Like, would I be okay that with that? Like, hmm. While he's being pleased, what are you doing? Like, it could be, it doesn't have to be like some people have schedules, right? Let's say it's his day to go over to the other girl's house in your home. What are you doing? You're just putting in your thumbs? What are no, you he's calling another dude. Into your house, right. if that's the lifestyle that you chose. I mean, yeah, Seriously. that's the lifestyle. But I've seen it where there's couples 
instead of them being swingers, because swingers just means you just have sex with other people. Right. But if you're in a relationship, you're in a poly relationship. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So they literally, two married couples are actually in a relationship with each other and they switch spouses. And I get it. And it works. I mean, would you be able to do something like with that? With kids involved? Some of them don't. Some of them do. Oh, no. I mean, with kids involved, it would have to be... I don't know. It would, ha- it would have to be really, like, separate from households. When you say switch spouses, I'm thinking literally, okay, it's Johnny's day to go home to Karen's house, and he's gonna do the gardening, he's gonna mow the lawn. Like, I'm thinking of what a husband would do, like, a relationship. Yeah, he takes like, that spot. But, right. like, let's say the kids are there. How do you explain that to a child? It depends on how you expose the kids from the jump. Right, and that's yes. just like being monogamous. Right. Like, you exposing We're your kids to. to being with one person, right. regardless. But then, you have couples who are in a relationship where they're supposed to continuously cheat on them. So, what is the difference? What is the difference? I mean, at least you're exposing yourself, and at least you know you and your partner are both okay with the situation. That's the difference. Because then you have (laughs) people that have children who are married, and they see their spouse always cheating on them. You don't think that affects young girls and young boys? Oh, it does. It does. But at that point, that's the person's choice to stay and expose their kids to the way that they're being treated. Right, so I put, like, what we just said, polyamorous relationships, it's a consent. Okay, we know what we're signing up for. The cheating one is not part of the deal because mm-hmm. you signed up for monogamy. You signed up for just you and that person. So now it's involuntary, which, you know, people have problems with, obviously, because it's not But you're saying, so you're, that's, if you're saying, now, okay. If you're saying. Right, that's, that's your fault. Right. Yeah, it's your fault. And I mean, I don't really care. Like, I know a lot of people hate when I say this. But if your spouse is cheating on you, you have to take some kind of blame for yourself as well. Now, don't get me wrong. There's some guys that just want to cheat just because they want to cheat. But most of the time, when people cheat in their relationship, it's because, one, your spouse is not fulfilling your needs. So you're not giving me sex. I'm continuously telling you I need sex. Because whether you want to think of it or not, like sex is what makes a marriage. Mm-hmm. So a piece of paper doesn't actually mean that you're married. If you actually look at the meaning of sex and how it is, if sex is supposed to make you one and you're not having sex, you're not on the same page, you're not as one. You you're know what I'm saying? You're not connected. Yeah, not so that that's why like when, you know, you have booty calls and stuff like that, I personally never really could get into the booty call thing. Because me personally, I became attached. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, regardless of how you feel about it, if you keep going to the same booty call back to back to back, you're attached in one, one way or another. If you have this booty call and then you're like, you know, going back home to your spouse or whatever, and you're still thinking about this other person, you're attached to them. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, at the end of the day, when it comes to cheating, your spouse do play a role in that. Like, you can't tell me you want to marry me. You want to make me monogamous, okay? And then I'm telling you, we haven't had sex two months, three months. 
several months, a year. Oh, baby. Honey, I just want to let you know that there's a possibility that I might have someone else. Possibility, my God. And when I stop asking you, because here's the thing, like, we get so wrapped up in ourselves and our lives, we forget about our spouse. That's true. And, you know, the number one reason of divorce is finances and sex. They're great together. So if you got the finances, but you're not giving me no dick, or he's not getting no ass from you, what do you think he's going to do? Going to find it from. Or what do you think she is going to do it? Because it's always the it's always portrayed as the women don't want to have sex. There's only but in but reality, so much pure romance that you can have. <laughs> I beg to differ. I beg to differ. Okay. But there's a lot of men well, who like have <laughs> now listen, there's a lot of men that have issues, but they don't they have too much privacy in the thing. True. And then the thing is when you stop communicating with your spouse and they just start feeling rejected. That's kind of your no, fault. That's, that's your fault. So you can't get mad. You can't get mad when your wife goes out and cheat on you. Because at the end of the day, she voiced her concern to you yeah. continuously. And you ignored it. You kept rejecting her and just like really saying like, I got a problem. I'm going to actually go to the doctor and go to the doctor and get the help. Like if you're getting help for it, then that's the whole nother level. She's an asshole. But if you're not willing to try different things, you just forget, you just like really forgot about that aspect of relationship. You just think everything else is perfect. Like, no, I need some dick. It's not going to happen. I need some orgasms. I want to live a good life. Orgasms help your heart. (laughs) (laughs) It helps you not have Alzheimer's. Like, let me give y'all a little information about that. But no, seriously. (laughs) Like, so that would be a, that would be a conversation. Like, okay, if you're not going to give it to me, then we need to bring somebody in. So you don't think I'm cheating. Because technically I'm not. Because you know. I'm going to be with this person because you can't provide that piece of me. Now that's me. different. Those kind of right. people, there's no reason not to want to be in a poly relationship. Like, if you find somebody that work, it, it works, like, you can't give your person what they need, but you don't want to let them go. Why not? It's selfishness. Yeah. Yeah. Why not bring somebody else in that can supplement where you lack? Like, I don't know. But then that requires a different type of growth, a different type of that's facts too. Maturity. Uh, maturity. You have to be. If you're not there, and you're just you know possessive, right. selfish, right. self-centered, and you make yourself the victim in the situation. It's, right. it's not going to work. It's not. And that's when you end up where the, the person just leaves you. Or they still cheat anyway. They cheat anyway. They are because at the end of the day, we we have to realize like no matter who you're with. They're going to have 80% of what you need and what you want. The other 20%, you're going to have to figure out, like, is this worth me, like, losing everything for if I try to find this 20%? Or (laughs) is this 20% like, I don't really give a shit? Right. I'll make do wherever, like, yeah. Because that 80-20 rule is true. Yes, I was going to say, isn't that in Steve Harvey's book? It just depends. Like I don't know whose book it was on, but I do know for a fact it works. Like you know, I look at my my marriage and not to put my business out like that, but everything I ever wanted, I have. 
everything I wrote down. Like I used to do these um, Dear Future Husband posts on Facebook. True story. And that's how we met. <laughs> I used to like literally write it and hashtag Dear Future Husband every day. And it was always someone that respected me, someone who loved my kids, someone who loved me. Um, someone who supported my ideas and my dreams, and I have that. What I didn't write down, I don't have. So manifesting is true, mm. but that 20% is not worth me losing what I built, right. what we built. You know what I'm saying? So I can look past that 20%, especially if he's working towards, you know, gaining that 20%. Mm-hmm. Right. right. And with your help and support. Right. So that helps. So you guys had a conversation. Help, support, and one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you come to that understanding. But there's some people that, y'all, you talking to a brick wall. They're not trying mm-hmm. to hear you. They don't care. This is how they was. Because somebody else accepted it. Right. So they feel like you're supposed to accept the same thing. Or if you accepted it before, but then you're no longer right. willing to accept it. It's like. Right. Okay. Now. When do I make my Listen, the ratio to men to women is more women on the earth than there is men. True. So at the end of the day, (laughs) somebody's sharing a man. It ain't me. (laughs) It's inevitable. Because I wouldn't be here if it was me. But somebody's sharing a man. But. (laughs) So it's like you might as well. Like, I don't know. I feel like we all should just be at a point where it's just like, okay, if you're going to help the household, and I mean, I got to talk to myself about this too, because I'm going to have to kill somebody. <sighs> but if you're going to help raise these kids so me and my husband can go on vacation, okay, because y'all be talking about getting nannies and shit, as a sister wife. Um, Whoa, so... wait. <laughs> <laughs> no, Manny. I could get a Manny. That's a that, um, brother, brother husband. husband. <laughs> Because I'm going, right? Mm-hmm. And I can get a facial without someone blowing up my phone thirty times, or I can get a massage without somebody calling me thirty times. I may have to rethink this. Y'all may come back over with another woman answering the door. <laughs> like, long as I know, know. who she is, I'm just because I'm just back. Yes, I can see you killing me just at the back door. Somebody. Um, excuse me, who are you? <laughs> Okay, let me know her name and send me a picture so I know what she looks like. Cause it's up. I asked Jerome about it. Like I had this conversation with Lena about and I asked him about it, and he looked at me. He was like, "I can barely deal with your wife." <laughs> what the hell, I love. <laughs> I, I feel him. I feel him. <laughs> Just not so like you know opposite to try it like good. literally that's I feel like that's y'all how though we're like the same percent. as far as business mind and whatever but you're balance each other out extroverted 
a little, a lot uh-huh. more than brothers. And he balances you out. <laughs> he Anybody might be extroverted like, with you, but in the public eye, he's, yeah, he's introverted. You're the spokesperson for a man. A man of few words. Yes. Who? No, really. He will sit back and watch what's going on more so than you are. Like, Have you? You need to go out with us. Okay. My husband go. talks way more than me. <laughs> he talks to okay. people way people more than me. No. No. Who be talking to strangers? And I'm like, who is that? I don't know. They look like they needed some words of encouragement. Oh, who the that, hell are you? That's different. That's his ministry. The lies. Right? Oh, someone you love all of them basically so even if you can't really match yeah equally yoked as the older folks get you another spouse y'all do the poly (laughs) (laughs) equal another equal and i brought that up to him though i was like you know i said to him i was like there's things that you like to do that i don't if you have a sister wife if i have a sister wife Man, you could do that. And he looked at me. He was like, "It's not that important, right?" Yeah, basically the 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 shorter version is what. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. Like, like have y'all talked to me? Eighty twenty. Yeah. Like, have y'all talked to your spouse about it before? Don't have us girls. I got something. I'm having a mild girl summer. I'm with that too. <laughs> I told him I was like we went shopping like the past two days we've been shopping and I was like oh, I need this I need that hot girl summer and he was like who where how <laughs> <laughs> I was like what you ain't gonna do is hold back hold me back you ain't gonna hold me back okay uh, listen I'm gonna enjoy my mild girl summer that's okay I gotta be in the house by ten. <laughs> But honey, the way I be sleepy, ten is good for me. <laughs> right? <laughs> Go out day, during the day, you know, I'm up and vibrant. Day drink a little bit, you know. By ten o'clock, it's it's time to be pulling in drop Right. Well, I'm ready for it. I'm ready. <laughs> I'm ready. But I did have that conversation with him, and then I was like, when I brought up another man, he was like, "Hey, I'll tell you, you want to hear me?" You already mm-hmm. knew. He rolled over. But you, you knew that. You did that on purpose. I did. Yeah, yeah you I was like, that. You tried. <laughs> <laughs> but I just don't understand, and I was like, it's like I don't know why I was surprised, but I was surprised a little bit because I was like, why is it more acceptable? For a man to have two women. Yeah. But it's not more acceptable for women to have two men. Like, we didn't say we had to all live together. Like, I didn't say I was sleeping with both of y'all together. Like. That's true. Men are very territorial. Facts. That's true. Women are more. 
there's more women in jail for don't ask me why there's more women in jail for crimes of passion than there is than they are men men are just most of the emotional beings yeah that's yeah rage like pure rage she went off she before she knew it she blacked out the knife was already in her throat like <laughs> yeah <laughs> well <laughs> I was gonna say that's not true. I almost went to jail a few times too. That was when I was. That's when I needed medication. Like (laughs) it wasn't my fault. It wasn't my fault. It wasn't my fault. It was your fault. Sometimes love will take you there. It will make you do things. It wasn't love. It was just more of a respect thing for me. Triggers. Yeah, that was a respect thing. It wasn't love because at that point I didn't love him. It was just more of a convenience. But you I loved just, at one point. Many, many moons. But that's ago. what that's what warranted the respect. Like you felt that right. you still, I was still entitled. I wasn't even mad at him. I was mad at her. Because it was the respect level. Yeah. She was supposed to be a friend. Yeah, you can't different. be a friend in that's my different circle. When the person is your friend. If like, you sleeping with my friends. man. Like, yeah, I didn't want him. We knew that. But it didn't mean that you went behind my back to get him. So Right. Yeah, I almost went to jail a few times. But, you know, we're We're adults now. Yes, we are. We even say hi. And it is what it is, you know? You live and you learn and you grow. And you glow. Mm. Is that what you do? It's a tattoo. Like no to Polly, no matter what, you're gonna just say no to it. I'm not saying that. So Kayla, so oh, somebody God, brings Kayla. you. So if uh, if you have a friend, it won't be me though, because I'll kill your ass. But you had a friend, and she was like, "Hey, me and my partner is looking for another girl, not no. for three, so about a relationship." No. Mm-mm. Why? Not because it's friend. a friend. Yeah. Not my friend. So what is the line with a friend? Well, first of all, if we're friends like that, I already know too much. Like, you know, you can't. Sometimes you you need somebody. That's just like um, platonic friends. You know what I mean? You don't cross the line because you need that person that's going to be your friend. It's no bias. Y'all not doing this or that or whatever. Like, I feel the same way about that. I wouldn't. So if it was a stranger and it was a guy that approached you, stranger is a strong word because like I'm not saying like stranger danger, but (laughs) it's like somebody you're not friends with who's just like, hey, let's go out for a date. Y'all have a conversation and he tells you up front like, hey, I have a girlfriend or I have a wife, and we both been looking at you. Here she is. Like maybe she's still at the restaurant soon. She comes over. And they were like, you know, we really would like to have you a part of our relationship. That's a, I'm not going to jump straight in. It don't have to be poly. It could be monogamous or whatever. The type of person that I am, I'm not going to jump straight in. Now, so would you date to, them? I would, I would consider. But I would have to really be, the chemistry would have to be there. Right. Really, really. Because bad. let's get this straight. Because your poly does not mean that you're going to have threesomes. Some of them do, but most of the time it's you share just that one partner and you, and like, if it's a guy and two girls, most of the time you don't have 
three sons. And I was surprised about that because I just knew they all slept in the same bed and everybody. But no, they had... I think it's levels. That's a different poly something like yeah. polyamorous poly something that's yeah it's different, different levels, levels. but if you're just yeah. in a poly relationship like you sometimes you have separate houses sometimes it's the same house but the man provides for both of you guys and right. or the woman provides for both of you for both of the men yeah, the of or however y'all want to do it like y'all set the rules down right. you know ahead of time yeah. but most of the time you have your separate room y'all you don't have three sons most of the time so that's like polygamy yeah yeah i was gonna say the base floor is just like there's multiple people involved in this relationship yeah however it works out but a lot of them got money girl i'm just I'm saying i'll be watching those. sister wives i watch <laughs> There's a lot of shows on TLC for that. But and I've been watching it. That's something that comes with the territory, though. When you get to that level of status or money, and you're like, okay, I can afford to do this now, is it something that just comes with the territory? Because I got no. cash. It, I hope not. <laughs> no. Like, because there still needs to be that consent. Right. We're, we're, we're not rich, but we damn sure ain't broke. And no. Yeah, no. <laughs> but I mean, if you look at it, there's a lot of millionaires who have their side checks. I'm sure because they and were the cheaters. sugar babies, right? And, and the sugar knows. babies. So what? I mean, technically, right? So technically, you are in a poly relationship, right? Because you could send it to your man cheating on you, right? Face for you, right? Right. So technically, you are right. Whether I mean, you, you have a good point. You yeah. have a good point. I think it is for. What I see mostly is with men. As soon as they reach that tier status, look at Kobe. Look at, you know, some of the, so many of these basketball players. That's different. That I think that's different because you're mm-hmm. you're really in the limelight. Let's say you're just a regular millionaire and you're not an NBA player. Like, in the NBA, you're in the limelight. These girls are coming to y'all hotel. They're trying to get in your room. There's temptation. Like, I'm not saying that makes it right. I'm just saying that. It's there. It's more prevalent there. Yeah. In that field. Yeah. But no, I would say millionaires. They still dabble. They still have social circles. They're everywhere. They have meetings. They, you know, people see them. Yeah, I don't they're know. not hidden. But it's just I can see what you're saying. The temptation is, you know, more subtle in those environments. But it's still there. Look at what's his name, Jeff Bezos, owner of Amazon. Uh, once he became the richest man in the world, of oh, course people were Next thing you know, but then that's what I'm saying. But he wasn't an NBA player, though. No. He was just a little CEO. But that's real millions. That's yeah. not just rich. Okay. That's Change Big Daddy Warbucks. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you feel me? Like, <laughs> I mean. I have heard most women, most women, when they reach that status, they're more concerned about their family. I, You know, they hone in on their marriage. They do things for their kids. They do things for their household. I don't. That's only if the husband is holding it down. I don't know. I always think if you're not going to leave, let a man cheat in peace. Let him cheat in peace. Ain't no need to disturb it. Listen. (laughs) If you ain't going to do nothing, you're going to stay. There's no need to confront him if you're going to stay. Let it go. Let it be. Let him cheat in peace. I'll send a damn gift basket. The hell? Like, I'm not doing shit. Let me send her a gift basket with some condoms. Thank you for taking this problem. Thank you, coach. (laughs) And I'm going to go and sleep with the gardener. Because most of the gardeners are cute. 
Judge yourself. <laughs> but I'm just saying, no, like, boy. if I know the poor boy, <laughs> I'm just saying, though, let him cheat in peace. If you're not going to leave and you know you're there for the money, you know the love ain't there no more. You know there's no love you're at all. You're just sitting there for money. You're just sitting there for security. Because if because I deserve to be happy, right? Because if you be honest about it, marriage you're supposed to marry for love, but you're supposed to stay married for stability. Right. Let's just keep it real. No shade, no tea. I love my husband. Whatever. (laughs) But if you don't continue to work on that relationship, that love is gone. You have to continue to work on being in love, and that's something that me and my husband has to like work on daily because we get so caught up with work and our businesses. And the kids that we forget us. You get what I'm saying? So you have to continuously work on that. Date nights, you know, gifts, this, that. You know, that's what you have to do. But when that stops, the love is gone. And you're just there for stability. You never marry somebody that you cannot depend on. But the love might be there, but you're not in love with the person. Yeah, you have love for them, but you're not in love with them. Right. So you have to marry someone who you can depend on, who you know is going to have your back regardless of the situation. You don't be like, oh, I love him. And he works at McDonald's, mopping the floors, waking up at 25 an hour. Because who he going to take care of? Wait, wait, wait. The cardboard box? But McDonald's made like 13. Okay, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I'm well, sorry. No so, shade. Yeah, yeah. No so shade. Let that man my so back floor yeah. and take care of you at the same time. That's still you. not enough. As long as your man has a job. <laughs> right. Y'all don't have kids that need to be taken That's care of. They might not, not have bills. McDonald's they might not have bills. They get bomb scholarships. How? How what? He what the Burger University? He can get, he can get yes, and I'm so mad. Get yes. a management position. Support. You never know. Things change. I drink too much. You got to do better than that. I'm sorry. My support mind. your support your man. But I was I was gonna say to your don't point. follow me for relationship advice. Okay, what works for me may not work for you. <laughs> I will say this. I drink too much. I need you to bring in more money than that. I don't drink cheap wine. He might be working 80 hours a week. That's so not enough. What? Wait, I'm sorry. What? 13 an hour times 80? That's not enough. So what about people who make less? That's not enough. Are you what saying that? Side you, what, about the, what about benefits? I need benefits. Have them. What kind right. of insurance they got? United Healthcare? You don't know. It could be a wow. union. Why you just throw it up like that? You're not in healthcare like that. Yeah, what's wrong with that? <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> Let me set my feet. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna get so much hate. Listen, they're gonna hate Let me, me y'all. Listen, nah, for real, are you saying that like if you're a top earner, if you earn more than him, like what if you were no at the same kind of position? Yeah, no. Because you didn't start at the top, right? No. As long as you're building and you want to be better and you're working towards better. But I wouldn't and... marry you if you're not there. If you're not at a certain level. And you could say, I don't care. Listen, I'm be honest. I'm not going to marry you if you're un- you're making under a certain amount a year. I'm not going to do that. But what if now, you're, if you're not making a... the top number? They ain't got nothing to do with me. If you're making a certain amount, okay, then I can marry you. And we can build up. Now, if he has a problem with what I'm making, then that's on him. On to the next. 
But you knew a fraction of what I made because I'm not going to tell you my whole business whether we're married or not. But (laughs) 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 that's just me. That's just me. I don't care. Like, that's just me. Like, I had my standards. My husband knew. Anyone that dated me knew who I was, what I was, and how I rolled. I don't date men with kids. I don't date men. Judge yourself. I don't date men with kids. I don't date men who don't have their own place. I don't date men that don't have a car. I don't date men that don't make a certain amount. And that I don't date men who refuses to... You don't have to be a business owner. Business Entrepreneurship is not for everybody. But if you don't have a desire to level up in life and you're content where you're at, I'm not dating you. You're not for me. Right. Now, what I was going to say... Now, that mindset that you acquired developed over time. No, there are some people who are still stuck in the, I love him, he's so cute. No. When you have you yeah. have that mature, adult, you know, view of marriage. Let me tell you something. Let me be honest with you. <laughs> I met my kid's father. I was 15 years old. I didn't have a job, but he had a job. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> he had a job. He had a job. Okay, he made sure that, you know, my main goal was that I was fed. Okay, if you've ever known me, food is number one. You got to be able to feed me. Okay, he was able to feed me. So that was great for me. When we turned 18, a day after I turned 18, we actually had our own place. My requirement was you pay the rent, you pay the utilities. Okay, okay. (laughs) We moved on. We got other places. We got houses. He paid the bills. That was my requirement. That's just who I was. That's who I've always been. So what? So once you say this is what it is, you accept, good, you don't accept, bye. Basically, I just feel like that's personal. Like, But as a whole, everybody isn't. And I agree with that. But here's why but here's why I did that. No, like listen. I grew up in the church. If you guys know me, you know anything about me, you seen me when I was younger, you know my tail was in church Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Okay. I grew up in the Methodist church. <laughs> we was in church all the time. Sundays, we had two or three services back to back. And I was in church from 8 o'clock a.m. until 11 o'clock p.m., okay? Seriously. So I was always taught that the man is supposed to provide, the man is supposed to offer stability, okay? Mm -hmm. So I kept that mindset. Now, women may not think like me, and that's okay. And just because that man took care of me does not mean I could not take care of myself. Just because, so let me say that because even though, you know, my husband, I, I technically don't have a job. Technically I work for myself, but just know if something happens to my husband, you know what I mean? I'm not going to leave him because something happened. I'm going to be able to pick up the pieces, but he knows something going to have to work 
because I'm not going to be putting the pieces together by myself for too long. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I can take care of myself and I can take care of my kids. So whatever situation I put myself and my kids in, just know that that person is going to have to take care of us like I would take care of me, if not better. So that's what I'm saying. So it's not like I'm just like, oh, here I am. Take care of me and my kids. Like, no. I have money. I keep money, okay? That's one thing I will say about Takesha. Takesha always have money in the accounts. Takesha always have money on hands, okay? If I say I'm broke, that just means I don't want to buy shit, okay? I'm not, like, and I'm not paying money. Basically, basically, like, those things. Basically, that's what that means, but. I can take care of my no. kids and I can take care of myself. Right. So that's always been known. Like anyone I date, you may not know all the accounts I have, but you know I have a bank account. You know my money's going in there. So if something happened, like if my husband got hurt today, it's my job. We're taken care of. Bills are going to still be paid. You know what I'm saying? Even with his benefits, all that good stuff. But I just feel as though when you're it, when you're married or you're in a serious relationship, I personally believe it's the man's job to take care of him. I agree. And it's your job, like you you bring home the bacon. If I work and you work, <laughs> we're, we're spending your turn. <laughs> right. That's just where it's at. Like yeah. even, you know, before I, I got to the point where I was at home, because I could have been a housewife for a while now, but this last year, well, yeah, last year I decided to do it. And with that being said, like, when I was working, no shame, no tea, at the time I was making more than my husband. But he still made sure we had. You know what I'm saying? And if he fell short anywhere, I'd be like, oh, I don't have it. But my ass would cash out and transfer to his about. account. Right. 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 So it's not like I'm just this gold digging heifer. <laughs> no, no, I just have standards and I'm married for stability. Not saying I wasn't in love with him. That's not what I'm saying. I love my husband. If you know me, you know, like I'm in love with him. But at the end of the day, I know he's love stable. Right. Love don't pay the bills mm-hmm. and I can get my legs open. Who's the highest bidder? Like, that's just where it's at. Like, wait, I missed it. No, it <laughs> was it was a smoothie and it was just basically the lady was like I have you, I can have you, I can have you. It's just basically I got my legs open, who's the highest bidder? Right. And it doesn't mean just money, it just means overall, like can you What's provide benefits? What are your benefits? You know what I'm saying? Benefits aren't just in the bedroom. Benefits are if something happens to you, are you going to provide for me afterwards still? You know what I'm saying? Are you going to still help take care of me? Or am I going to have to be working out here, working four or five jobs just to make sure I can maintain the lifestyle that I've grown accustomed to? Right. Basically. Or, or have to downgrade. Right. And I'm not downgrading. Mm. No. It is, that's, that's where the bar is set. That's where the bar is set. And there's nothing wrong with that. However, that's what I'm saying. For me as a young girl, it was all about love. You find love, ah, your eyes are sparkly and butterflies. It's all about love. Nobody ever taught me the second part of that, the stability part. So 
you know, I know there's other women who are just like me who are in situations. Now, granted, I'm one of those women that have transitioned over to your side. Like, no, this is where we're going to be at. This is okay. We was here. I tolerated this. Now it's time to. Okay. But there are women that are still in that mindset. I love him no matter what he does. He's unemployed. Been unemployed. I still love him. I'm gonna go out and work those three jobs. <laughs> you know them too. They're out there work. Women are out there working three jobs and the man is at home. Still treat still cheating, cutting up, doing whatever. Oh no. And you're taking care of yourself, the kids, and him. But see, that's the benefits of having a poly relationship because if you're a woman, <laughs> the standard, most of the standards is, is both of the men work, you stay home, or whatever you want to do, and you don't have to deal with anything. And just like the man with two women, Girl, the man provides. Hey, so uh, that's the benefit of being in a poly relationship. All right. She's like a Fortune 500 company owner, CEO, then she's not going to stay home. But he better take care of them kids because I ain't paying for no daycare if you don't work. Oh, yeah. I never got that piece. (laughs) Like, I'm not, I never got that piece. Like, I used to, I was baffled when I would hear girls like, yeah, I don't have a daycare. I don't have daycare for my child. And I was like, where's your boyfriend at? Your husband at? Like, I thought he was unemployed. He's home playing a video game. Baby. He don't have a second remote control. Like, (laughs) I'm confused. GameStop got them on sale. Like, I'm confused. Listen, ain't that much stick in the world. I don't care if you got a 12-inch, 15-inch pipe. First of all, no. Somebody else got a 15-inch. If not, I can buy one. 17, 20, 25, 26. I'm not getting a 26-inch. I'm saying, it's always somebody that has something more. You're not... That was definitely bruised my esophagus. Yeah, I'm not. No, I don't want that either. I'm just saying, like it's always somebody who, (laughs) even if they don't have more inches, (laughs) even if they don't have more inches, that does not mean that. Yeah, that's a whole other conversation. Inches. Another time. Another time for that one. But, I mean, I see the benefits of it, and I think that it would actually stop divorce rates. It would help the economy. And it would stop all... I mean, the only thing that I'd be upset about is that I wouldn't have nothing to watch on TikTok or, like, World Star with these girls fighting over these guys. That would be the only thing. Not all of them. But not all of... Not everybody is going to be into poly. So it's always going to be somebody on Jerry Springer, you know, or whatever, you know, fighting over... Or Mari. Yeah, or outside at the playground. You know, it's it's always going to be somebody decent, but... Yeah, because we've been indoctrinated to be monogamous. Mostly monogamous. And if you think about it, Adam and Eve wasn't... No, because there was a Lilith... Lilith. Yeah, I told you that. Oh, yeah. Yes. Okay. Lilith um, came first, and what happened was that, and this, if you don't believe me, y'all need to, like, start reading other things, okay? Don't just stick to one thing that somebody told you. you but there are Google. a lot of books in the... Google. Yeah, Google. <laughs> I went to Google University. There are a lot of books <laughs> in the Bible that were not published by King James um, because 
he didn't agree with that, even though King James was a rapist and all this other stuff, and he had sex with minors. But anywho, he was a pedophile. Anywho. I mean, I would definitely find me two men. Anywho, like... I would. Yeah, Adam, it was Adam, Eve, Lilith. Then Lilith went away because she didn't want to deal with it anymore. She She found love with Satan, and she couldn't be with Satan, so she left. So then it was Eve, Adam... The serpent, aka Luther, Luther, Lucifer, all three of them, and then that's how you got Cain and Abel. Hmm. First ten of twins. If you're gonna be um, in a poly relationship, be safe about it. Don't need you and Mari trying to figure out which baby is yours. Who's oh, the baby daddy? Oh, <laughs> Weak. No, I'm gonna be over here with like, <laughs> First of all, grown women. You're going to handle your business at the DNA place. Or you're going to do a home test. Why you got to go on Mars? Because it's free yes. food, a free vacation. No, thank you. No. And you mm-hmm. get paid for it. I thought about Man, going to Mars. I, I, I don't think so. Yeah, you I get paid to go on Mars. Ain't no amount of money in the world. You I thought about just going on Mars just to go on Mars. There was this girl. She named her baby My Secret. I was cracking up about that. She named her baby My Secret. And Mari was like, well, tell the audience why you named your baby My Secret. She was like, because... I have a secret. I don't know who her dad is. Oh. <laughs> I was like, hold on, that wasn't a giveaway there. Like, the dad is still like, oh, I didn't know. Like, <laughs> first of all, if I was a dude and my woman named my baby my secret, why? Yeah, that was. What's the bitch? Like, what? What's the secret? Yeah, that was so funny though. I was, I literally go on YouTube just to watch the episode oh sometimes. Because I'm like, ha, ha, ha. <laughs> <laughs> I'm an asshole for real. <laughs> but that was so funny. But it happens. Yeah, so be safe about it. Like, I'm not out here to judge anybody. If I see somebody and I'm like, I'm like, okay, kudos to you. Just as long as you're not in my relationship. Exactly. That's why I, got, I had to get out of my head real fast. Like, out that judgmental, churchy spirit. Like, okay, it works for them. But you can't say churchy. But you can't say churchy. Because all in the Bible, that's all they had. So, like, you have to, yes, like. But our modern way of church, like, we judge people. Okay, if you're not doing what we're doing, you're wrong. That type. But you're sinning if you're doing that. My point. Just like um the whole homosexual thing, and I'm gonna just shut up on that, because that's technically not a sin. If if you actually read the Bible and you actually like really know what the words meant, because it was translated, King James translated the way he saw fit for it. So actually, being a homosexual is actually not a sin. And back in the day. I told y'all I went to Google University. Back in the day, transsexuals were actually seen as very spiritual people because they could be in touch with With both both sides sides of themselves. So like in Native um, American history, they really praised that. And I think uh, Indian culture as well. Yeah, Native American. Yeah. So it's not something to be ashamed of. It's just, you know... We have grown accustomed to, and I'm going to get cussed out left and right. We have grown accustomed <laughs> to, if you're it. not doing what I'm doing, yeah. then you're wrong. Right. Because it's just like, okay. But who said that you were right? Because y'all, like my thing is y'all pick and choose. Yeah. 
And that's a whole nother subject for another yes, day. Because if that's the case, then black people should still be slaves. Because it's, it's wrong to go against your slave master. It's in the Bible. And um, I'm pretty sure you wasn't a virgin when you got married. Neither was I. We should have been stoned in front of our, our father's house. Which was we stoned to death. Right. I'm not married yet. But if you think about what marriage actually means in the Bible, it's having sex with somebody. So consummating. Right. Because technically, if you sign a piece of paper to say you're married, you're technically not really married until you have sex. Mm -hmm. So if you don't have sex, then what? Because I don't know about y'all, I'll be honest. If you get married, you're not going to have sex that night. A lot of people don't. We ordered a damn pizza. People came in our room drunk as shit. Yeah. Seriously. Like on our wedding night. And I was knocked the hell out. I was so tired. I was so tired. We both was in there snoring that night. Now in the morning is something different. But right. that night, my ass was knocked out. It was a lot going on. You had exerted energy. <laughs> Who? I believe. Just a little bit. And who was you know someone actually called Brazilla? Was that you? No. I'm still trying to figure out who did that. They called Brazilla. The network actually called me. They was gonna film. No. It was just too much going on in my life personally. That was just like somebody's gonna get in their feelings because I'ma spill all the damn tea on this damn show. <laughs> oh my and Jerome God. was like, I swear to God, Jerome was like, no. And like maybe you a know. week before the <laughs> wedding, maybe before a week before the wedding, he was like you better call them and tell them. Because they were supposed to come out. Dead serious. They was going to come out like a week before the wedding. And I called them. And mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, we're not going to be able to do that. I would have made some money. But you also. <laughs> I wanted to, though. I wanted to. Somebody would have been looking at that. I would have been a meme. I would have been a whole meme. Like, really? <laughs> I would be used on Facebook all damn day. Like, seriously. <laughs> I was supposed to be on Brazilla. That's a that's a big flux of mine. Okay. I'm glad he told me not to, cause I would have. Everybody, everybody, about eighty five percent of people that participated in my wedding or was in my wedding would have been in their feelings or who was in like in the family. Oh, they would have been in their feelings, cause I was <laughs> stressed out and I would have told it all. I'd be like, hey, such and such and such did this, this, and that, and I can't believe this effort. Like, that'd have been the whole hashtag. This her, this heifer. They've been like, Kayla, how do you feel about what the bride said? And then my husband was late. He was like 45 minutes late. Everybody was like thinking that he stood me up, but nobody knew that we were actually already married. So nobody knew that. I knew he didn't stand me up. They told the limo driver, somebody actually paid the limo driver or offered him more money if he stayed there and not to let me out the car or to drive off. Because I was telling him, can you go to McDonald's? I'm hungry as shit. Like, I want a double cheeseburger. I'll give you money. He was like, no, ma'am, I can't do that. I have strict commands. They not paying you. Jerome, Jerome is paying you. Jerome. Like, and no, but no, it was it was my day. wedding party. Somebody in my wedding party. I don't know if it was his mom, because his mom was there, or 
um, my play mom or one of my bridesmaids because they all kept coming out and they were talking to the limo driver. But somebody gave him money and I seen him put it in his pocket. Somebody gave him money to keep him there. I was hungry. Everybody else saw I got stood up. And some of the people that knew that we were already married. So, and it was very few. Like the pastor knew, both the pastors knew, my play mom, his mom, and my maid of honor knew that we were already married. That was it. But they dropped it on everybody else that morning. So, yeah. Well, I did. And that picture is so hilarious to this day. (laughs) She was, look. First of all, was you even in the room? I think no, you didn't yeah, find it, out because she was late. I didn't even get to get in the door. Like, I had to go drop my son off. He, he wasn't in the wedding. I couldn't bring him. Yet, but it was, I, was, I was like, can I get inside? Like, well, they're already married. I was like, what? <laughs> what? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Damn, I was late. <laughs> I yeah. Have, like, perfect bridezilla. <laughs> Everybody was mad that day because I stressed them out for a whole year and a half about my wedding being perfect. Yeah, (laughs) it was our one year anniversary actually. The day that we had our big ceremony was our one year anniversary. Well, that's the way to do it if you're gonna do it though. No, no, don't do that because I'm gonna tell you right now, it was the worst. Like, we almost got divorced, we almost had our marriage annulled. (laughs) No, I'm dead ass. It's the worst okay, because we had to keep preparing the big wedding. Yeah. Okay. It was so stressful to keep that secret and to just have everyone put their input in everything. And it really we matter. really, no, we <laughs> really was to the point where we was actually thinking about getting announced and just going our separate ways because we both were like a hundred percent stressed out. It was just a lot. It honestly was a lot. Finances, everything. Because my husband had um, lost his job and he had to start another job. So then it was like left on me to pay majority of the wedding. Like the little bit of stuff that was supposed to have been paid, I had to like pay for that because of him losing his job. So, but he but, got another job. But love. <laughs> Yeah. No, it wasn't. It wasn't love. It wasn't love. Love wins. It was the bigger picture. Love wins. The bigger picture was love. Yeah. Love did win. I'm gonna stop playing. It did win. No, but we did. We almost got a divorce. We honestly,
I just wanted us to talk about the pros and cons of poly and uh, being monogamous and cheating and all that other stuff. So, anybody else got anything else to say? Mm. So you said you considering it? I would. So, if you're in a poly relationship and you're looking for a girlfriend, or if there are two guys that are okay with their loving woman, yeah, that part. She's available. You can contact me today. Get these I don't know that I'm definitely a <laughs> yeah, we're taking bisexual. She's taking yes. I will be doing this. So anyway, <laughs> make sure you guys follow us. You can actually look at the screen below. Click the link. Follow us. Share us. All that good stuff. And if you guys are a business owner, we would love to support your um, business by promoting it on here. Um, we will be airing twice a week now, so we're really excited about that, and I can't wait for the next show. I can't wait. Yay. So, make sure you guys follow and share all that good stuff, and also on July 30, July 31st, I get my dates mixed up. I'm having a sipping paint night, okay? You definitely want to make sure you're there. It's a little twisted. Uh, get your tickets. <laughs> tickets are selling out fast. Um, $75 for regular admission. For VIP, it's $100, which means unlimited cocktails and something extra special, okay? Mm-hmm. So you definitely want to make sure that you're there. You definitely want to make sure you get your tickets ASAP. Click the link below to get your tickets. Yeah. So see you guys next time. Mm-hmm.